Dubai take you now. To see where Dubai takes you now, visit DubaiPresents.com. Well, here we are on the 11th hour, dealing with all sorts of monsters, ghouls, and ghosts. Yeah, 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 we get the point. Now, see, the thing about it is, it's like, in doing this, I had to go and dive into some of the stuff that are in the deeper recesses of things. And indeed, science is a very, very powerful pain in the ass when it comes to Halloween fair, in terms of these three movies I just watched anyway. Why does it always seem like the government is trying to kill us? Wait, I've already said too much. Anyway, let's go ahead and get it started. Welcome to the J-Man Show here on... Okay, J360 Radio then, she's... How's it going, J360 Legion? How are you all doing tonight? Welcome to the J-Man Show for episode 271. I'm J-Man, of course, and let me just tell you this. It is Monster Fest season, baby. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And we're back on the show that started it all. And I want to let you guys know that um, as things are coming down, I know it's not a Nightmare Tales episode, but it's something just as good. And if anything, we're going through the movie pile right now here at J360 Productions. I do got to tell you this, though. These movies have quite the same theme in common, even though they're very different. The government is trying to kill you! And for those of you that are running wild with that whole thing, or be like, oh, you're kind of late to the party. It's like, I already knew. Y'all stop your stuff this instant. Jeez. Can't a man talk about something very important? I like to think so, anyway. And not only that, the Monster Fest win is back, so we gotta get with it. But I gotta say, it's been pretty good so far, especially with some of the riffing. Some of you guys have been enjoying that lately. Uh, for those of you that hang out on TikTok all the time, that is your content this year. You get lots and lots of J-Man riffs, so you should be happy about that. And then not to mention, um, Instagram's getting kind of spoiled with a few things. And then, of course, like, you know, I have yet to reveal what's going to happen with J360 TV, but you all need to stay tuned for that anyway. But yes, this is actually going pretty smooth. And I gotta admit, the first three movies I watched, pretty on point. So... Let me go ahead and clear the air about this. Now, it's not about whether the movie is good or bad or not. That's subjective, and or is it objective? Whichever. But the idea is it varies amongst the person. So don't think of me as just bashing these films, just to bash these films, if we get to that point. Because there was this one Halloween movie that I was supposed to be watching, and it turned out that, you know, the zombies weren't particularly great. They didn't show up until, like, the third act. And not to mention, the biggest driving plot of this whole thing was that the model was to find her friend 
but in the end, all she did was fall into like some sort of trap, you know, get raped, which it was, I was like, come on, man, this, this is terrible. And then, turns out that she ended up falling in love with a rapist, which you can go ahead and say is Stockholm Syndrome. I don't know who wrote that, but at the same time, I'm sure they're not living anymore and are just riding the waves of the damned for making that pile of crap. Just letting you know that. And you know, that's not what we do here. Matter of fact, when I think about those kind of scenes and I think about that going down, I remember tolerating it one time and that was during that movie, The Last House on the Left, because the parents ended up getting revenge in the end. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I remember in the original, like, the girl died from all of her experiences. So I was looking to see, like, how they would get revenge on the hoods that did it. You know, and that's what I like. Revenge! <laughs> But in the remake, though, she managed to live, so that'd be, like, one of those very few remakes I tolerate. So it's like, we'll have to dive into that sometime during the fest about what horror films J-Man actually tolerates in terms of remakes. See what I'm saying? I mean, you can go ahead and put the Fright Night movie on there, but they also released a sequel to that that really sucked. And, and bastardized the legacy of Fright Night 2. Just saying. But anyway... While the Monster Fest win is still going, let's go ahead and dive into this. Uh, the first movie that I saw tonight, well, not tonight, the first movie that I saw during the fest was It Came From the Desert, based off of a cult video game and dealing with giant ants. And needless to say, from what it was, it was a, it was a movie not meant to be taken seriously at all. Like, I check out IMDB ratings before I dive in, not because I agree with IMDB, just to see how wrong they are. Because, if anything, they gave it two stars. But I'm going to tell you this. That movie is definitely, definitely worth more than that. It's got to be up there with a 7 or maybe an 8. Because, at best, like, you're getting entertained. You're seeing all the cool stuff. Every single character in that movie is fleshed out. They're all trying to have a party in the desert. But it turns out that giant ants live out there. Because they're a result of an experiment gone horribly wrong. And at the same time, you're trying to figure out, like, why the hell they would make giant ants in the first place. Is it because of how industrious they are, or is it because of some sort of far-fetched idea? And then when you hear the plot from, like, the main scientist that, who shows up in there, uh, he shows up in there as an archival video first, and then he shows up in there a lot later. Somehow he's still alive, but the plot armor doesn't carry through his own for him. That's little things like that. So, you, you really... It's unfocused, but at the same time, you don't really give a damn. If you've ever seen the movie Them, you'll kind of get the gist of it. That's why I was kind of roped in. I was like, yo, giant ants and stuff? I'm there. Fucking right. I said fucking. I didn't say the F word, damn it. Leave me alone. You know, I'm kind of working on my profanity to be a better person and host and stuff. I'm trying to be a little nicer. God knows why. But, you know, as I was looking at this, I was like, you know, the two characters that were involved leading up to the main female lead. Like, I actually enjoyed all of them. And you know, they weren't being anything more than what they were. They were really just kids trying to have fun, but they knew eventually they had to take a level in badass because those giant ants kept coming out of nowhere. And then I had some questions because like, the ants were actually the ninth batch. And like, the main scientist was talking about how batch 10 would be great. And then like, later on in the end of the movie, they were actually showing the icon of where the ants were held at so I think that was probably a tie-in to what batch 10 would have been but had the movie have been a top seller I guess we probably would have had 
you know, a sequel to really clear things up. And that movie kind of deserves a sequel if you think about it. Like, it was cheesy, it was corny, and things really got crazy, like, when they finally got the guns in order to shoot the ants and stuff. Even though I wonder why the one main character's gun, um, they ended up throwing it away. I was like, why, why would you do that, dude? You already got the armor and everything else. You mean they didn't come up with any more ammunition you needed for this? So it's little things like that, because, like, the earlier guns that a lot of the people that work in the government institution used, it didn't penetrate at all. That's why, like, during the riff, it was like, <laughs> you gonna die. You know, one of these days, I should go ahead and do, like, a little tally mark for all those that are too, just too stupid to live. Because quite a lot of them were in that. And they definitely were on the government's tip. These informed abilities are not being used in this film, pretty much. Because you would think you would be trained, hey, we're creating giant ants. We need to have a way of taking out the giant ants in case they go against us. What do you mean? We got control. You would think like you would have some sort of sound frequency or a way to communicate with the antennae and a way of like saying, hey, don't do this. But then again, I guess, you know, they don't ever think about that. No idea, no fail safe, no backups. And that's just the way of how science can be horribly wrong. <laughs> but, the, but I will say this though, from what I saw and what I enjoyed, because I didn't once like look away, look at my phone or anything else, so I was like, you know what? Yeah, this is actually really, really good. So I more or less give it four bloody knuckles. And indeed, you guys will get a print of that as soon as I make it for tomorrow's activities on Monster Fest, okay? Yeah, a lot of these things that get the rating and the, and the bloody knuckles and all that kind of stuff, they will be seen on social media. Uh, as for TikTok, okay, look, we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and work this out. I'll throw more content over there, okay? Ah, damn. Yeah, you guys get the ratings too, all right? Jeez. All social media does. Uh, which, by the way, um, I do have something to say about that, but we'll say it a little bit later in the show. But uh, right off the bat, it came from the desert for Bloody Knuckles. The next one afterwards was going to be Sea Beast, but I didn't dive into Sea Beast as much as I want to. I'm going to do that tonight after we're done with the show. But I will say that the next one was definitely fun-filled, too. And it was called Pterodactyl. You know, let's, let's unleash the dinos, you know, if you will. It's like this. If you guys did not have a good time watching that latest Jurassic World film, and I can't blame you if you didn't because there were so many things I was like, huh. You know, I was hoping this would be a lot better than Fallen Kingdom, but you very much disappointed me, Universal. Thank you. Thank you for making a, a lazy continuation slash conclusion. And then had the nerve to bring the veterans in there, and then you just let everybody down. But don't worry, the extended edition is on Peacock if you ever want to watch it. Uh, man. Sometimes, but you know, it's okay. And then I'll tell you why. Like, sometimes there's a bad version in a film series that makes you appreciate the one that you didn't like more. Like, I look at that, and then I'm like, you know what? Jurassic Part 3, it's up there in the hierarchy now. Or, you know, or Jurassic World, the first one. Nothing will ever match that, because, like, you know, they actually opened the park to the public at that point. So, you know, the one thing we were warned against, it was right there for us. And then you take the dinosaurs off the mainland, and then the whole black market trade and everything else. Yeah. List goes on and on, eh, folks? But other than that, though, if you ever have gotten tired of it or felt like you were burned out of dinosaurs, this particular movie, Pterodactyl, will bring you back. Just like how that ominous lightning did. 
it'll bring you back because like if anything all right so this is how it goes like you know how they say like a meteor wiped out all the dinosaurs well in a way this particular set of meteors brought dinosaurs back and if anything they were kind of inside of them like the way they were all landing they ended up becoming pterodactyls within like you know the california region so much cool stuff happens over there i want to hunt some dinosaurs i'll get my chance eventually but it goes like this though this particular movie had these pterodactyls flying around here causing all sorts of ruckus and trouble for like truckers uh lawn lawn care working people usually it was the average people that needed to be involved in this one and in doing so like the way the monsters looked and everything was just class now i know some of you guys out there don't like cgi or you say like cgi is ruining filmmaking god knows how the hell that is because it's doing pretty well and that was one of the films that actually did pretty good for it not to mention like you're looking to see what the pterodactyls are actually about and stuff and the thing is, they're trapped in a world that they don't know has left them behind. So it's similar to kind of like the whole thing with Jurassic Park. But also, that <laughs> the two guys in there, they, they, were they were comedic timing at best. because, And I'm not saying that to be horrible about it, no. They were comedic at best because they were in there for the right reasons. Like, their whole dynamic was on point. Like, one is a dreamer, wants to achieve great things, and the other one is just setting his ways, like, you know, ah, why the hell am I going through with this? In addition to, like, the main female leads in it were actually, once again, very supportive to the cast, and, you know, like, nobody, nobody outshined nobody, you know? That's what I'm trying to say to you guys. I'm kind of tongue-tied because the last movie I watched uh, before I did the show is just still pretty jarring in my head. But from what I saw in Pterodactyl, like, the dude actually, <laughs> one of the main guys actually took this meteorite because he thought it would impress one of the female leads in it. Because, like, she was a, she more or less loves space and all the things about it. And he was like, this is my chance to impress her, even though he already has her heart, but he's not confident enough yet. So, you know, build up. And as he took the meteorite to her, he, little did he realize that it was actually an egg. And as he took the egg, the pterodactyls that were attacking him and his buddy were actually trying to get that egg back. And in doing so, like, you realize that there was a whole horde of them flying around, and they were trying to build up nests for the eggs. And that one missing, that's what they needed. And in doing so, like, you know, fate takes a chance, and then they manage to meet up with the fa uh, bleh, main female leads. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, they have to band together. Now, of course, this is one of those movies where it's like, you know, you're dealing with these people, so you're wondering how everybody else is functioning with it. The budget had to be preserved, so you don't really see too much of, like, how everybody else is handling this situation or where the military is or where the police is, and that's kind of good. You know what I mean? It keeps the movie kind of personal, if you will, and this is their story, so you kind of want to see, like, how they get through this. And, of course, they have the help of the shell-shot crazy veteran guy with all the guns and everything at his disposal. <laughs> so he was in there. I think he played a pretty good role, too. Like, you know, sometimes the half-man character can be, like, either poorly written or wrote to the point where they're just really, really annoying. I seen it all. You understand what my life is, boy. You don't know anything about where I live and all. I know the government and the government knows me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I just throw you some stereotypes right there of those kind of people. But, you know, they ain't too far from the truth. And this particular one, he played a very interesting role. And they had like a little funny gag because usually he was on the verge of death. Because every time the pterodactyls would peck at this man, 
knock him against stuff, get to the point of stabbing the man, and he still lived. And then they had him up there on, like, this mantle. Like, for some reason, pterodactyls act like Predator or something like that because they had, like, a mantle of people that they killed with their heads all in the walls and stuff. And then, like, his head was in the wall. And then they said, man, it's a shame we have an old Samson. And you see, the thing is, as soon as they said that, Samson came back to life and said, oh, where am I? Who, who am I? Where's my drink? And all that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, my God. He's still alive. But the funny part, even better, is when, like, the queen revealed herself. And, of course, the queen has to be a big bitch. And when she's the big bitch coming in, you know, it looking like the State Puff Marshmallow Man as they were coming near that building... What had happened was, is that, like, she was about to go ahead and eat the whole crew up because they developed a bomb in order to take it out. Like, you know, the, the pterodactyls didn't like um, flames. So, you know, what was crazy was is that the one dude was an engineer. He didn't believe in himself, but he started to at this point, once he realized he had to save his friend and he had to also have the helping of the main female lead because she was a badass with guns. So, you see, there are strong female leads, like, you did not know that. But the thing about it is, she was written so well and performed so well, she wasn't annoying. Just like nobody in that movie was annoying. See what I'm saying? An actual help. And then by the time they developed that bomb, the crazy shell shock veteran came up. And he said, no, boy, this is my chance to kill one. And, like, in the craziest way, jumped right at the creature, threw the bomb in himself, in its mouth. And then, boom! The Paradactyl's head was exploded. Huge-ass body laying out in the street. And then Samson's still alive! I'm like, you know, it's funny. It, it, there's nothing, like, there are things that can destroy somebody's uh, suspense of disbelief when it comes to movies. But you gotta realize, this is just one of those kind of movies that you watch and you just laugh at. And, like, you know, at the end of the day, it takes you out of real life. So, it's a film, baby. It works. And then, like, as I'm sitting there looking at that, and then, of course, you know, the main guy gets the girl, believes in himself now, fully confident. The uh, other guy was more or less, like, his best friend was more or less not a jerk anymore. You see, the real thing is I don't really care about the best friend at all because that's all he ever did was just undercut the main guy and just felt like cutting him down every damn time he could. And I was like, man, you know what? Maybe the pterodactyl should have ate him. That would have been okay. Would have been one less asshole on Earth, put it that way. You know, little things like that. Well, the, you're probably wondering why I'm not saying their names and stuff like that. Well, one, because I don't care. But the other thing is, is because I want you guys to fill in the gaps when you watch it. You know what I mean? And you can watch these movies on TV anytime you want to. They are very enjoyable. But once again, two in. And then at the same time, uh, looking back on Pterodactyl, the government really didn't play a huge role in that, but it is that science has come back and tried to kill you. Now, the thing about science is science can go one of two ways, as per usual. It can either go horribly right or horribly wrong. It could also be like a source of somebody's ambition gone unchecked. Kind of like, you know, let's say a man builds a monster or a female builds a monster, and chances are that monster, while not exactly threatening, might be either grotesque or might be not what they expected it to be, and then realizing, you know what, I can't maintain this responsibility. So in not maintaining the responsibility, but at the same time perverting nature, they're already in a bind, which that bind could either 
help them or destroy them and most times destroy them because they're not being responsible and you see it's little things like that too where like some people are not responsible in how they carry themselves and how they present themselves which often happens in a lot of horror movies in terms of any sort of file or any sort of ideal or you know basic theme you can think of that leads to that whole thing which is why like you know watching these kind of science movies are very 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 true to form and with me and my mad scientist ways i always gotta look at it like you know what that's very true i've been irresponsible about some of the things i created like j360 productions and you know there's a moment where i look at it and i'm ready to put my hand on one pillar and my hand on another pillar and just push it inwards baby but you know what that'll never happen because i love this thing and i also have been responsible about it (laughs) a little bit more than I need to be. But, you know, that's just how it goes. But I always talk about that because, you know, science can do that kind of stuff. And science nowadays is crazy about this stuff with all of the things that it's trying to do. And then you realize they say it's for the betterment of mankind. And with that government backing, it could be or something that we're forced into. Or at the same time, results may vary. And then those that don't make the intended results usually get ignored and put aside. So then here comes the revenge on world. So it's true to form. If you think about it, that's why like for those of you creators out there and stuff like that, take responsibility of the work that you make and how it surrounds the people in your life. You punk mother. Anyway, moving on, we got a third movie to talk about. Now this one was interesting. This one really goes back to the government trying to kill you. Idealism. And it does. It was called Raptor. And let me tell you, it caught me off guard because I actually enjoyed it. But another thing is, though, I actually found out something about it that kind of destroyed my suspense of disbelief and my experience. And this is where, like, the filmmaking side of me comes into play. Because, wow, that was a lot of reused footage. This movie, more or less, was... <clears throat> oh, God, Al's never Al's never going to let me let this go... Matter of fact, he's not going to let this go if I admit this. So I'm going to. This movie was Carnosaur. This movie was friggin' Carnosaur the whole time. Oh, yeah, sure, it has, like, different people filmed in, like, different locales. And then, like, you know, the raptor coming in and killing certain people and, you know, annihilating them. Like, but the raptor's always filmed from the, you know, top up. And you're never seeing his arms or anything. And I was like, this scene looks familiar and so does this scene. Now, the part where he attacked the police officer in its ass, that was funny. <laughs> I mean, no, 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 for real, it was funny. I'm not trying to say anything like, you know, my whole idealism against cops or anything, because, you know, issues. But the whole point is, it's like, that whole thing was just funny, the way that went down. I was like, in his ass? <laughs> How about that? But then comes the part where you realize that this thing actually was smuggled because it was thought of as a chicken egg. And you see, like, as soon as it came out of the chicken egg, it started to attack multiple things. It was a raptor out in the street causing more and more problems than need be. And not to mention, like, the carnage that it was raking was really good. Until I started to really pay attention, I was like, I've seen this before. I've seen all of these things before because this is one of those movies that I watch with my pops. And I never forget that. So, I was like, well, i got to see how far it goes. Are they actually going to kill the raptor or anything? The problem is, is that the main characters were really too into themselves, per se. They didn't start to interact with the raptor and trying to take it out until, like, let's see, midpoint of the film? And then even then, I, I didn't even think that they were aware of who the main doctor was. 
which by the way he had the appropriate name he was called Hyde and I was like yeah okay because he was a jackass let's just be honest he was and he really lived up to that role but the thing is is that it seemed like everything was kind of isolated and I know why because they reused footage and they reused a lot of their footage in the name of the corporation from Carnosaur and then they had the nerve to try to market this as a spinoff to that movie which, by the way, Carnosaur is one of those movies where if you sit there and watch it, you only got to watch it one time because that movie friggin' sucks. And I'm going to tell you this, the carnage and, the, and all sorts of destruction in that movie was cool, but it sucked. I mean, for real. And it sucked so bad it ended up getting two sequels. And then, <laughs> and then Alan telling me about it. I was like, nah, I've seen it one time and that's all I needed. Because even as a kid, I was like, hmm, this movie sucks. Uh, but my dad would always be like, <laughs> yeah, he always had me around them kind of movies. So I thought it was, I thought it was very interesting. But yeah, like you can see it because after a while, you see the way the movie's cut and everything, and you see that the main guy is pretty much just sitting in a spot talking to you, where they actually use the final sequence where the main person took a bobcat and actually battled against the carnosaur. Out, in <laughs> you can't make this up. If you've ever seen it, it's like one of the funniest things ever made. But there is a part where, like, the dinosaur actually looked really cool and did eat somebody and swung them around and just, like, said, Nah, this is my kingdom, bitch! That was pretty on point. But, like, everything else, though, I was like, Mmm, yep, 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 not impressed anymore. Another thing I had to deal with, though, was uh, the black guy dies first trope. Yeah, I had to deal with that, again. Because, you see, like, the first raptor, because there was only one raptor in the beginning... So that was good. If they had kept that going and then like showed like the nest later and then like things starting to bust out and they had to use the bomb in order to wipe all that stuff out, even though there's always another site where there's another egg and another nest. But that right there would have been a much better movie. And not to mention like the way they had that build up with that one raptor was just good. And then you would never have known that they pieced all of them together. Like, by the time you get past, like, the midpoint, you're starting to look at all this stuff here, and you're like, well, hold on a minute. Where'd this T-Rex come from? Because the movie says raptor. We're supposed to be dealing with a raptor. Raptors and T-Rexes are not the same thing. But it's like, you look at it, and it's like, hmm, they don't describe anything about growth. So, yeah. It's very interesting, you know? So, but I guess because they ran out of footage to use, so they were like, hey, let's go ahead and try to do this and be sneaky about it. And they did it in a very lazy way. So that's why, like, if anything, that movie was exciting in the beginning. But, like, later on, it got to the point where it was just, mm, nope. So I could go ahead and give that, like, um, two bloody knuckles. Oh, speaking of which, before you think I uh, forgot about Pterodactyl, Pterodactyl has four bloody knuckles, just like the It Came From The Desert. So that's one of those kind of things. But, like, yeah, it could it could have been a better movie. But, yeah, when they had the black guy dies trope, it's because he shot the raptor twice. And, I mean, like, he had the raptor on the ropes. And then, all of a sudden, he decided to talk to him. I'm like, no, damn it. Reload and shoot him again at this time for safety. Make sure you wipe him out. Paint the pavement red, damn it. But, nope, he wanted to talk to him. And I was like, oh, he's going to die. And he did. And he did. I, I don't know why people do that. See, had it been like, um, no, I'm not going to use that reference. I, I use enough of those. 
I, I don't know why people have to talk to it. You know what I'm saying? You already won, damn it. You know, like, ugh. And then all of a sudden, all the all the raptor had to do was shove his big toe right through the man's back and into his into his stomach. Yeah, that's all it takes. But yeah, all in all, though, like I said, you know, these first three they can't all be winners now. But these first three films are actually pretty on point. And I'm gonna try to watch Sea Beast and see what I can get out of that because from what I saw in the cool trailer, and don't try to tell me trailers are always cool because I know that. But what I'm gonna see from that trailer. Was it coming up out the deep, pulling people below, clawing them up, making a whole lot of blood fest that would make Bruce from Jaws proud? You know, I don't even care if that movie is schlocky. I don't care if the movie ends with no uh, resolution. As long as I'm there and I'm not looking at anything else, it wins, baby. And that's kind of the way you would want it to be, especially here on Monster Fest. But yeah, like I said before, with the rating system and all, you got it came from the desert with four bloody knuckles. You got pterodactyl with four bloody knuckles. A raptor until it got lazy, it's going to have a two. And that's just the way that is on that one. And, you know, maybe you guys can develop your own lists and your own point of views on it. That's why we have engagement like that. And then maybe you guys could talk about it on, like, Instagram or anything you want to. Like, yeah, that's why we made this event for all of you out there. And not to mention, I still got a pretty stacked list. As we keep going through this, though, soon enough I get to take all the Hammer Horror films and throw them up on the playlist, and I can't wait, damn it. Woo! <laughs> you know, if there's one thing I wish, I wish we could do, like, a little, little group watching, a group screening, if you will. But, hey, we'll have to go ahead and discover it a little bit later. But until then, though, this was a pretty good episode for you guys. For those of you looking forward to Nightmare Tales, don't you worry. I have that plan for you guys tomorrow. So, yes, we are going to continue on with a lot of our monstrous things and our monstrous delight. And what happened to the damn Monster Fest win now that I think about it? Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, there it is. <laughs> it's still floating around. Okay, also, before we... Uh, part for the night i do need to mention about jams 54 yes jams 54 is next friday for those that have been saying that it isn't you lie and as a matter of fact for those that are wondering about submissions they are open now they've been open for ever since monday so here's the thing let's go on ahead and make that happen and you guys are going to get the art for that tomorrow as well you guys are getting a lot of stuff tomorrow you're getting the ratings tomorrow you're getting the you're getting a, little, a lot more uh, ripping content. And then, of course, you're going to get, like, some sort of idealism I have. Uh, I don't know. It's a weird experiment I have an idea for. But I'm being responsible. But it, it'll be coming tomorrow. And then, of course, you got the Nightmare Tales. So, yeah, that's going to be pretty fun. Well, speaking of which, uh, let's see what's happening on Special Projects Friday. I would like to go ahead and say something, but I won't. You will just have to stay tuned to the Twitch and the YouTube for that. And then uh, see how that all rolls out. Get what I'm saying? <laughs> it feels so good to be back on Monster Fest uh, and all that jazz. Actually, I need to go ahead and check with Alan and see what his movie list looked like. Because um, somebody from one of his favorite films passed away not too long ago. But I'm not going to mention it here tonight. That's not a good note to end this on. So I want you guys to take care of yourselves. Take it easy. This is J-Man signing off. Peace.